What the fuck is up, everyone? Hello, cuties! Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. It's Malenstein. We should probably reintroduce ourselves because we haven't been here since 2009 and we're finally back. What the fuck is up? My name is Steen. This is my colleague, Mal. Yeah, girl, call me your colleague uh, we on a rainy both, day. We were both born in the 90s. My favorite color is red. My rising sign is cancer. My rising sign is Scorpio, and that's why people <laughs> seem a little terrified when they first meet me. I don't know why, but... <laughs> you guys and gals, we are fucking back. It has we been... are fucking back. It has been a whole last month. Longer, Christine. I don't even know. <laughs> no, actually, it has been a month been and, and a half. half. <laughs> so serious you guys we have been through the trenches with our raincoats on oh my gosh i don't even know it's like we were on naked and afraid like we just got dropped off at an island with nothing but two microphones (laughs) and a zoom and guess what one of the microphones was broken okay yeah so you guys i was telling christine this also, I was talking about it with our friend Sarah, and it's like that feeling when something continuously keeps happening, and it's not a lie, but it starts to feel like a lie because it happens so many times. That is how I was feeling after last week. So, last week, we recorded Ready to Be Back. You probably saw our Instagram post. I said, we're back, and you're like, okay, it's now been a week. Where are you? You guys, we had a fucking microphone issue again for the millionth time i oh, fucking again but are we surprised absolutely not and the reason i didn't even share about it on our instagram is because it was that feeling of like <laughs> how many times can we say this we didn't want to gaslight you like yeah and it's like <laughs> we're not lying but now it's starting to feel like a fucking lie like yeah we recorded but something <laughs> fucked Honestly, up in the system brother jay even said she was like did you not record an episode and i'm like yes but a fire episode but guess what and i was like so actually today we are recording again and honestly like i'll let mal do the shout out to this kind kind soul but such an angel uh i mean and i also have to shout out to um one of my managers he actually like helped us uh dissect the situation as well and then mal was so kind she took it to the local guitar center guitar center well this is what was getting confusing so i first of all i would like to say not that numbers matter but to be honest after this last time i was like okay enough is a fucking enough like here and there it's like okay fuck we missed an episode or whatever but you know what after this last time i was truly a little bit upset and then i got to thinking And like I said, the numbers don't matter, but this will be episode 41. But technically, yeah, technically, we would actually be at like somewhere in the 50s with all the lost episodes we've had from audio. It's truly tragic. It's like Christine and I just record for the pleasure of hanging out together. Okay, if you're a real one and have been listening to us from the jump, you know that we've had issues with mics. You just fucking know. And to be honest, it's probably just because we are so, like, uneducated on proper mic audio. We don't fucking know what we're doing. Yeah, we didn't go to school for this. We've just been kind of winging it from the start. And honestly, I'm pretty proud of the progression we've made. But with all that being said, yeah, your girls would probably be, like, 55 episodes deep. So it's not like we're out here, like, 
just screwing around. Not like anybody cares. <laughs> yes, <but>. like I <laughs> promise one cute drink is still a priority to us. It but is. it's crazy because how many lost files we've had is truly kind of tragic, but we're still out here. We didn't give up. My mom literally, we were on the phone last night and she was like, um, so how's the podcast? And I was like, oh, it's uh, I was like, do you really want to hear about it? Okay. So I like gave her kind of the spark notes version, and she was like, Oh, she was like, So like you guys aren't making money yet? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was just taking a hot sip of wine. Oh my God. And I was like, not yet, mom. But yes, abundance and financial stability is on the way through this podcast. On the way. <laughs> we fi- maybe if we can finally get audio that comes clean every single week. What turned out in the situation was, so Christina have three microphones and we just kind of grab one out of our super sophisticated case every time we record, aka a 2010 Victoria's Secret buy one get one free bag Don't for Christmas semi annual sale. <laughs> and so what was happening was there was one in the bunch of the three because they all look the same that wasn't working all of the time. And so when the last audio got fucking ruined, I was like, what is happening? Because I also have a podcast where I do it alone and I wasn't having any issues. It was only when Christine and I were doing it. Anyways, go to Guitar Center. And, <laughs> and um, the sweetest angel named Joey, shout out Guitar Center on County Line here in Colorado, help me out. And him and I sat with our recording device in all three of the microphones and we tested them out and recorded with each other. And it turned out one of the mics was bad, but one of the times it worked and the second time it didn't work. So he was like, that can happen with a faulty mic. Sometimes it will work and sometimes it won't. So we marked which one it was, put that bitch to the side. We got the two good ones in our hands and And here we fucking go. And we're back. My goodness, how are you? I feel out of breath. That was just uh, weight off my shoulders. Um, thank you for being with us and just holding on. Yeah, I really miss this a lot. Um, what's been going? What's been going on? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Your girl got COVID. Not that I'm proud of it. So I didn't mean to say it like that, but I got COVID, and it was very unfortunate because it happened to fall right smack dab on my 30th golden birthday. But that's okay. Because you know what? Ugh, I don't know. I'm I'm honestly I'm tired of talking about COVID, but I know. To be honest, I am very grateful I had a very like mild case at least f- what I feel like and um I did have a lot of stuff planned and a lot of events that had to get canceled, but in retrospect, I honestly think that maybe this was the universe of universe telling me that like, hey, bitch, take a step back, chill the fuck out, relax, take some time to yourself. And it was a little weird, like spending my birthday inside alone. But I will say shout out to Mal, of course, my boyfriend, Nick, and my other besties like Jay, Irina, Leanne, Jade, Bauer, they all like came out of their way to come leave me cute like front doorstep gifts and surprises and like that truly made my day feel so special despite the fact that I was in quarantine. Yeah, like I got some really great gifts and like cute snacks and just like care packages and like the fact that my friends came out 
to just drop it off at my front door and just like say hello and goodbye. Like it was really, really heartwarming just knowing that I have people that truly give a fuck about me. It was actually like pretty okay. Like I took a nap. (laughs) (laughs) We love a nap queen, which Um, Christine is to the T. Yeah. Took a hot nap and I just like chilled all day and like watched a bunch of movies and like open gifts throughout the day that like got dropped off periodically and it was a really good time. So ah, 30 years old, here I am. Yes, I'm happy that you are back. So yeah, to be honest, I guess we, well, what's confusing to me in this moment is because we recorded a similar episode to what we're talking about right now last week that you guys didn't get to hear. So I'm like, oh, they already know all this, but you don't because audio was ruined. But like Christine said, some of the reasons we have been missing for so long is because she got sick and she needed to take care of herself, of course, for a little Mm. while. And then it happened to fall on her birthday weekend, which was unfortunate, but you just have to like take things in strides. Well, and then too, like the last, last episode we recorded, we had already planned. The last one actually, wait, the one on July 11th or whatever, Mm -hmm. that one that also got ruined. Yeah. Holy fucks. And that one, that was actually you telling people what you had planned for your 30th birthday. <laughs> so I don't even know where we left off in the last chapter. It's I know. truly been since God. 2009. I'm a whole ass new woman. Same. At this point. But um, the last time we posted an episode, it was the first week of July. Yeah. And we had already been anticipating taking some time off because we had friends coming into town, family coming into town, my birthday week, and we just had so much going on that we were like, okay, we were going to record. And then we would take a couple weeks off and then we would like jump back in. But then of course I got sick, this and that, more family visiting, more things happening blah, 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 blah. doesn't really matter. <laughs> Obviously you care. I mean, I think you do. In my mind, we're friends. So of course, but <laughs> no, they care. Yeah. It is funny because the last couple conversations we've had, I guess, have just been for our own, um, pleasure to keep between <laughs> you and I. So I'm like, oh yeah, everything we're talking about, nobody actually knows. It's just, right? you and I have talked about it on the mics before, but I was going to say, even though you had to spend your birthday alone, but people came and dropped you off nice care packages and like gifts, I feel like not saying you wouldn't have been taken care of on your actual birthday if you were in full health, but it's almost <laughs> like you got like spoiled even extra because you were stuck inside. So people like really made it a point to like bring you I like know. nice things Ugh. and just like make you feel extra special because you were alone with your drunk ass teddy bear. <laughs> In the corner, staring I at know. me. Everyone did. And I honestly, like, I cried multiple times that day. Like, Aww. when you, okay, first of all, my colleague here on the fucking other mic. I love that. That is my new title. <laughs> I accept it. She not only surprised me with a cute ass chocolate cake. This bitch is taking me to Mexico. Hey, one and time. And she's also taking me on a mystical adventure of my choosing. Yeah, well, I don't get to choose the adventure. I get to choose the day we go. Yeah, hopefully next week. Hopefully, yes. But yes, I agree. Like, it was such a special day, and I truly, like, I kind of want to cry about it again. Also, yeah, you think you're going to Mexico, but time will tell if you, this girl actually gets a fucking passport. <laughs> I don't I'm know if she'll Mexico. be able to go. On trip. We have till December 21st, so time's a She gave me a time set. She's like, you have until 12, 21, 21. I'm like, okay. Oh, wait, I wrote it on your voucher? Yeah. That's oh, it. cute. I made her a couple vouchers. <laughs> have you guys ever, like, <laughs> I've seen people on, like, 
social media do it, but people do like sex coupons for their significant other, yeah. like whatever. But Mal didn't make me any sex ones, but she did make me some friendship ones. <laughs> Calm down. Those could be waiting for you in Mexico if you make it. But I did have two cute vouchers in my flaming Hot Cheeto bag that said Mystical Adventure and Mexico. So I'm very excited for that. And I am going to get my password, I swear. She has been saying this for literally three years. So somebody please encourage her to go get it. It could take forever. <laughs> we have places to be, places to see. We got to go, ho. Oh, my gosh. Um. Anyway, let's catch up. What? <sighs> what is going on? To whoever's listening, I hope you're doing well. I hope this message finds you well. <laughs> I hope that you're having a beautiful, wonderful, magnificent, abundant, prosperous, and amazing day. I bet you look so cute. I bet you look hot as fuck. Titties <laughs> out. Dick out. Christine. I mean, well, I guess like what would be the equivalent to like, you know, how, like girls have cleavage. Like what would be the equivalent for like man cleavage? I definitely love when you can see... Dick like, print? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In like a nice pair of sweatpants, if you will. Them gray sweats, though. Yes. Okay, you can see the outline. I definitely look. Have you ever heard of Eggplant Fridays? <laughs> no. <laughs> Is that when it gets harvested? <laughs> no. Okay, so there used to be this ongoing hashtag on Instagram, and it was called hashtag eggplant Fridays and it would be for whoever whomever wanted to post um a picture of themselves and you could only hashtag eggplant Friday if you could see the dick print. Oh but it became such a thing that I think Instagram either banned the hashtag completely or they just like restricted it. It used to be a thing and like there were so many I'm guessing you went down a spiral of the hashtag. Me and my friend Jade, like, fuck yeah. She's the one that actually got me on it, and it was like, whoa, Eggplant Friday. Um, Speaking of that, just I remember you saying recently you wanted to, like, just maybe touch on, like, cute things that, like, boys do. And you were saying, Oh, my me, gosh. We were, like, boys texting <laughs> about it. I'm trying to remember exactly what you said, but it was just, like, now that we're talking about that, it's just, like, getting me in that mindset of thinking about – men and like the things that they can do because i feel like we can definitely talk a lot about silly ass things they do which we can do that today too but also nice to recognize some of the hot things that they do that are very random right especially it's like hot things that are not meant to be hot but are hot yeah like for example i i think i said this to mel before but when you're in a car with your and it could even be like it could be male or female, whichever you're attracted to. But like when you're in the car with them and they're reversing and they put their hand on the passenger seat when they look behind over their shoulder, like that is so hot. Am I wrong? No, you're not. And I'm laughing because <laughs> I tried it by myself the other day. <laughs> and because it is such a like manly thing you see being done and I've never done it, but like it did feel like pretty powerful. <laughs> like to put like, your arm, like I'm showing yeah, you like, it now in the motion. Like, yeah, you put it and you're like looking and it's like, if I had my shouty like right next to me, I'm like, right, damn, like, they'd be so turned on, I bet. Literally, like if my man is reversing 
which he does do this. And like, he puts his arm on the back of the headrest of the passenger seat and then like looks over his <laughs> right shoulder. I'm like, God damn. Gives like the most severe like eye contact. Of and the he does it with, him. and he does it with purpose. It's like, he's not just backing out of a parking space. He's reversing with ambition and drive. And I'm like, Ooh, that is so hot. I love a man <laughs> with ambition. Like Wale. Yeah. I also well you go you say one next and I have another one that I can say. Well, to be honest, I didn't really come prepared for this topic, so I can't I'm having a hard time thinking of something like off the fly besides like when it comes to like fashion and now this is like totally going down another topic, but I did realize that the audience still doesn't know that your girl has officially been single. Oh my god. For the last 3 months. <sighs> let them know. I let them know in July, but apparently that episode was only meant for our ears. <laughs> <laughs> because no one was meant to know you were single. Until now, huh? That's true. Yeah, your girl has been single for about three months. And I'm How are you feeling? I'm feeling really great. It has been... It has actually been... I mean, I'm not going to say it's been easy. There Definitely, I would say more so... It's August, so three months ago was May. In the beginning, of course, it's always harder as time goes on. I think most things get easier. Yeah. And I don't know. I talked about this again. Sorry to just keep referencing it, but now that time has passed, it's like it feels like forever ago. But when I did bring this up in the recording that like got ruined, one of the things like I remember I was like touching on was it was very interesting because one of these specific weekends that things were feeling, I don't know, maybe a little more sensitive or like I was just feeling maybe more hurt by what had happened um, while I was dating this person and taking it kind of personal. My queen, Gala Darling, you guys have heard me talk about her before. She is somebody in the world of EFT tapping. I've been doing EFT tapping pretty much every single day, if not multiple times a day since like March. And in the beginning of July, there was like this weekend where every Sunday she does kind of like a live session on Zoom and we did a tapping on forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And you guys, it was so fucking powerful because like I said, that specific time of July, I think I was feeling more sensitive. Oh, I remember exactly why. Because you guys know that period and maybe it doesn't happen in every relationship, but you break up. And then maybe you don't talk for a while, but then maybe you start talking again and then it's like bringing up feelings and then those feelings just lead into like more disappointment. That was kind of, of you- the period of time that I was in with the breakup. Right. And so anyways, it came at like the most perfect timing and it was tapping on forgiveness with whoever came to mind. It could even be yourself. And obviously I thought of the person I was dating. And one of the things that I really loved about that session was Gala told you Basically to take the pain that you were feeling from whatever situation or person that was like involved in what you were going through and taking that pain and turning it into a strength and realizing how it actually maybe made your life better, which might sound kind of weird because it's just like, how could such a hurtful thing make me a better person or how could I ever look at it in like a bright light? But okay, so taking this pain and then turning it into a strength or positive notion into your life. So for instance, the pain that I took from the situation I went through with this person really has taught me to fully fucking love myself Mm. the most and truly realize 
how wonderful I am on my own without needing validation from someone else or feeling validated on, honestly, it sounds kind of silly saying it out loud, but it's a true feeling for me. Like having somebody tell me I'm pretty or not having, or not having someone tell me I'm pretty. Like Mm -hmm. those were feelings that were really starting to get like detrimental kind of in a way, like when you're with somebody, it's like, I don't know. I don't need to hear those things all the time, but when you're never hearing them, it was kind of like, right. This moment of getting into my head where I was wondering, I'm like, are you even like actually attracted to me? And I know that sounds like crazy because obviously this person is with you, but when you're never hearing it from that person, to me at least, it was making me start to question and wonder. And it was very painful because I would bring it to their attention and they would just act like, it was it's like it wasn't a big deal. It was what it was. That's just not who they are. Turns out I feel like some of that is false. Either way, once I tapped on this and chose to forgive this person for like the pain that they like brought into my life for different reasons, it truly made me realize that since then, since the breakup, I'm actually so much more in love with myself than I ever was. Like before oh, him and I started I dating and like that's a really like pivotal thing for like me personally, especially after 2020, like Mm -hmm. my confidence was so low. I've talked about it many times. Like we don't need to get into that whole spiel, but after going through that with somebody, it's like, I am here to remind my goddamn self why I'm fucking great, why I'm beautiful, why I can do all these different things. And Mm -hmm. like, I don't need a person, I guess in a sense to make me feel validated in those ways. Maybe it's nice, but like I have to do it for myself first. So I think that's what the pain from that relationship has taught me. Taught you? Yeah. Oh my God. Snaps for Mal. I do love that you said that because like, of course, yes, it's always nice, especially from someone that you love and someone that you have not only a sexual romantic relationship with, but as well as like a a best friendship, um, a partnership, whatever it is. It's like, it is nice to hear like, Hey babe, you look so good today. Or like, you look beautiful or you look sexy. Or like, it doesn't matter what adjective you choose to choose to use, or even just like, Hey, you look great. It's like, it's the little things. And I think that kind of like plays into people's love languages, but like, tell me I'm wrong, but I think everyone enjoys a nice compliment. Well, and for me, I am such a complimentary person. It's just like Same, who I am. Yeah. If I see something I like, I will tell you right away, girl, man, however you identify, if you have a great outfit on, if you look be- like whatever it is, I will be the first to tell you because that's just how I am. And I get that not everybody is that way, but if you truly care, I think and love someone and you know that they receive love in that way just by like hearing things or words of affirmation, I think it's like important and I'm not obviously going to get into like the full reason why this person I broke up, but I would like to state this isn't the full reason why we broke up because I wasn't being told I was pretty enough. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to make that clear (laughs) because I don't know if that's what everybody's been thinking (laughs) and I just realized that. He never told me I was pretty, so I had to go. It was fucking over. <laughs> We're done, bitch. <laughs> no. There was a lot of other things. I just wanted to make that clear. 
<laughs> I'm glad you did because I didn't even think about like how maybe someone's like, wow. <laughs> I mean, whatever. <laughs> Fuck what people think, but True. that is hilarious. It just like occurred to me. I'm like, I like I'm not obviously going to get into the depths of it, but that's not the main reason or the reason we did. Do you think because it's been I mean it hasn't been so long. I feel like it's been a lifetime. It does. Um because it's been a significant amount of time, like do you think you want to start dating again? Like if the right human came along or do you think you are like very much in the zone of like still doing you and like working on yourself and like slash like do you want to like hook up with somebody? Thank you <laughs> so much for asking. <laughs> I am happy to answer this. I okay, so since him and I broke up, there was somebody that like I kind of hung out with for like a short period of time. It didn't get like serious by any means, but sure, like we hooked up, whatever, had like a couple cute hangouts, and then I feel like that person got kind of weird. So there's that. But <laughs> um honestly, especially after this most previous weekend. I was kind of telling you over voice text, but I haven't even got to tell you because we've just been like podcasting tonight. Like I had truly kind of like a very spiritual weekend with myself this last weekend. And like, honestly, I don't think I am ready to date anybody right now. And do I want to hook up with somebody? I have hooked up with some people, I guess, since the breakup. And then I realized it's honestly been quite a while since I've done even that. I've just definitely taken a break from the whole world in general. You and I have been very open, I think, in the past on the podcast about like our sexual history and like losing our virginities and stuff <laughs> like that. And we're 30 years old. So yeah, I have definitely been a part of like hookup culture, casual hookups at many points in my life, like had my fair share. And after this breakup, having like, I guess, a couple interactions with other people, I truly realized most recently in like the last couple weeks, like I actually have no interest in that anymore. Like not saying I don't like want to have like intimacy with someone, but like I actually think in our generation right now that hookup culture and just casual sex is so overrated and having a ride or die fucking person to do life with is so underrated. And like, that's what I want. I don't want to keep putting energy into random sex or hookups like I'm just really not interested I don't I don't want it I don't I think that I love that you said that because it's so true like I was gonna make a point but I don't want to be that girl that's like oh my god I'm so in love no tell us Even though I am so in being love. in love is that's what I and mean like, it's just like I think and you and I maybe aren't a part of all of that just like being born in 1990, 91, we're old <laughs> souls. But like, I am kind of like a little bit like old school in that sense where I do believe in having like true love. I know that I will find my ride or die person. And like, yeah. I'm so over this culture that like sex is just forced in all these ways. Like sex is great, sex positive, whatever. But like the casualness of it and just like hookup culture, it's like, it's truly so overrated. Like, well, I think really like, uh, I like that you brought this up because I love that like we grew up in a generation where there still was like the old schoolness of finding your one and 
being with him forever and X, Y, and Z or whatever it may be. And like, um, you know, like both of our parents met at a very young age and like my grandparents are still together after all these fucking years. And it's like it stuff like that kind of makes you like look at relationships at that time in your life or at that time in, in life as easily as getting divorced is nowadays and like breaking up, like they chose to work through the difficulties and they chose to like make that person their human. And it's like, I still respect that because it's like shit gets hard and life gets hard, but the fact that you're choosing them for better or for worse or like whatever it is, like whatever the vows say, I don't know, I've never been married, <laughs> but it's like, they still choose. It's like, they're not just giving up, but then I'm also grateful for us being our age and in our generation, because we did get to experience the very casual side of dating and like hooking up and having flings and like a couple one night stands, like, and it being okay, because that was like kind of the culture that was built. But that just reminded me when you said, um, I saw this thing and it's like, Basically, and especially for you and I being firm believers of like Reiki and like energy and frequencies, I saw this thing and it was like, when you have intercourse with someone, you are exchanging energies. Mm -hmm. And so like they say like, do you ever wake up from like hooking up with someone and you just like feel like shit and you just don't feel good about it? And like, yeah, you got your fix in the moment because your primal side took over, which I get like we are humans, like of course we have needs and we have wants and we have desires. So like yes, your primal itch got scratched, but the end of but then the next day you have like moral regret or you're just like, oh, you're like, why the fuck did I do that? And like I'm sure sometimes alcohol is involved in certain situations, but it's like the exchange of energy and you're like, well, why do I feel shitty? And it's like, well, maybe because that person felt shitty too. And they mm-hmm. transferred their energy to you in some sort of way through like the sexual connection. And it's just like, I mean, tell me you agree or don't, but it's like from personal experience, like there have been so many nights where I've hooked up with someone and the next day I'm just like, well, do they want to text me? Are they going to text me? Do they even think about me? Are they wondering what I'm doing? Cause I'm wondering what they're doing. Wait, but it's just casual. Wait, are we talking now? Wait, do I have like, they're not my person. So I can't be like, they're mine. But like, if they're hooking up with somebody else, I'd be pissed. But also I deserve to hook up with other people. And it like, just starts this whole confusing, like cycle of just like craziness. And so with you saying that you just like, want your ride or die human it's like fuck yes like i truly fucking do and it's like dude so much and your person will come when the time is right and it's just like right and it's like you guys just like and you know each other and you love each other and you can like do weird shit together but also be serious together yes and you're just like fucking down for each other and i know that there are people out there that just say like I don't know, there's no such thing as the one or like true love or whatever. And I do believe in maybe having multiple people in your life that might like feel like the one, like there might not just be one person you come encounter with your whole life that could be your one. But I do truly believe in, yeah, having a person. And like, I think maybe even just like probably like two years ago, maybe even last year, I was probably more so afraid of that or like, not ready for that kind of commitment. But after this last relationship and truly thinking that person actually was that person for me and like we would have that conversation on both sides, 
um, it did make me realize when it ended, I was like, damn, like I actually am now so ready for that. And like, yeah, when you're talking about like the confusion of hooking up with someone, (laughs) even if you think it's going to be light and sometimes it is, but then like Somebody feeling, always catches a feeling. Yeah, there there is so something to that with just having that exchange of intimacy with someone and how you said the energy exchange. I've also heard before, this is kind of going like very deep with it, but when you have sex with someone, you are actually also having sex with them, but also if they've never cleared their energies from other humans from oh. the past, like you're taking on all of that. Right. And I've heard some like really crazy, well, not crazy because I actually love that shit, but like ways you can clear that, that I'm actually like looking into, like you can clear yourself from like past hookups and things that have entered in obviously that sacral energy of your body. Give that to me. Yeah. I'm surprised I haven't told you about it yet. I mean, I haven't done it or ordered some of the things that you can do, but it was on a podcast I was listening to like maybe earlier this summer. And I was like, I have thought about that before and thought about the energies you're carrying on from hooking up with someone. Like it does actually go a little bit deeper than I think any of us would like to admit or acknowledge, but it yeah. is true. Ew, I have so much. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, the list is. <laughs> Dude, I, okay. Do you guys keep a list of who you hooked up with? I think, I don't, I think we've touched on this before, but like. I know we do, and I purposefully deleted it because I truly feel like I no longer need to keep track of who I hooked up with in the past. Like, first of all, what am I? Like, you know, like when you're in college and you save every bottle of liquor you've ever drank and you put on your fucking kitchen You're shelf. putting us on blast in this moment. <laughs> I remember I did it even while I was still living with my mom, and she was like, why do you have all these bottles on your dresser? I'm like decoration Megan and I did that too we filled our whole thing of every wine we drank and like it did have some special meaning but at the same time it's like you know when you went to like a boy's house and they had like six different crown bottles it's like dude (laughs) first of all I you can find crown apple at your local fucking gas station I was gonna say the dollar store (laughs) what dollar store are you going to Maloris and also it's just like why it was just like it's kind of like you know when people go hunting it's like these are all the people that I or the deer that I caught or whatever it's like oh yeah they collect it or like when you go fishing it's like this is my trophy one yeah it's like I chugged (laughs) it's like this one I got blacked out in I puked in a field this one I went to this party and blah 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 Either way, um, yes. I also, I definitely want you to show me those ways to clear all the energy. I will. Yeah, I don't have a physical list of all my encounters, but I have a pretty clear mental list. And so when I think about it and I think about the feelings that get brought up with certain individuals, yeah, feeling of like maybe regret or truly like, I don't know not because the person themselves is gross, but just like thinking of the moment kind of like grosses you out for whatever reason. I mean, we have intuitions for a reason and they feel that way after the interaction for a reason. So it's (laughs) like to think of us just like carrying that on into the rest of our lives. Like there is ways that you can energetically clear it and a girl is trying to clear all those. (laughs) Oh. You like reversionize yourself? Yeah. 
but not but not so yeah that's kind of where i'm at thank you for asking and i will say as of lately i don't want to like to my own horn or whatever and i'm not even gonna get deep into it but i have been truly doing a lot of self-work this year the most that i ever have and i can truly i'm really really feeling like the effects of it now. Like I felt like I was feeling it maybe in the springtime or whatever, but like I'm really feeling it right now and I feel really fucking good. And not saying that like meeting somebody would like ruin that, but I do really want to keep on this track of doing this for myself because I also think that does prepare me to be in a better relationship because to be honest, after having a handful of like serious relationships And not all of them were the same, but like the last couple definitely had some like similarities of weird patterns. And I don't necessarily blame the other person for that. It has made me take a look at myself and asked me, asked myself, like, what am I doing to keep attracting these situations, but in a different body? Mm -hmm. Because that is like a real thing. And so I've taken a look at that and like, what like the that can be like stem from like your childhood and how you grew up with like your dad or your mom right and like childhood trauma that is a whole nother episode yeah and like subconsciously like you might be carrying that into your adulthood that plays in your dating life which i know sounds weird that your parents would do that but there is like a lot of studies oh no i 100 percent agree like based off of my previous history like i think mal like the few people that i trust know this but like based on that and like the way that the way that I am in relationships definitely reflects the way that I grew up as a child and how I am in relationships because of what I experienced. Speaking of random things too, it's like I <clears throat> follow this um, psychologist and she's like the holistic psychologist hey. and she deals a lot with like childhood trauma and things like that. And she made a really good point because of course, like you don't want to like talk shit on your childhood unless you truly had like a terrible heinous childhood but she made a really nice point that was like you could have nothing but good things to say about your childhood but still suffer from trauma yeah it's wild well actually i heard somebody else just say this recently which some of you might know but actually from from the time that you were born to the age of seven is actually when your mind is like the most i guess in a sense like think of a sponge like when you pick up everything so it's like you we probably don't remember that much from those ages but that is where so much a lot of our like subconscious yes like foundation is yeah that carries into your adult life that like you wouldn't even know yeah so you know what's so weird okay tell me so do you guys remember when mal and i talked about our reiki healing sessions and this is like back in february we talked about it and i don't know if we mentioned this i think we talked i think we did a little bit but we talked about how we had our reiki healing session um but then we also had a body graph session after so you have your Reiki healing, which is healing your energies and your chakras, but then you have your body graph healing, which is where you pinpoint certain areas that need like tweaking and like extra love. And um, a lot of what my body graph chart said, a lot of that had to do with things between the ages, personally for mine, between the ages of seven and eight, like a lot of the times. Oh, wow. You never told me that. Isn't that weird? Yeah. And interesting. Well, just, like, it is very interesting because it just goes to show, like, even the things that we might not remember. It's just like, right. During those times, they're very significant years. 
I definitely noticed that too because she was like, okay, ages seven to eight here, age eight here, age nine here, age seven here, age four here. But it was, there were like a couple ones where I was like 18 or 19. And I think that was like where I had my first heartbreak. But to be honest, I have no fucking idea who who that could have been. I know. I'm like thinking back at that time. 18. We were like fucking in college. I know who mine was. So troll. I mean, good person. Not really. What am I saying? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Why do I always just want every I just, the best that's for everyone? I do. It's like not a bad thing about me, but sometimes it is. I'm like, no, they're so cool. Like, I what, know. bitch? They like drove your car off a bridge. Not really, but like. <laughs> you might as well have. Somebody who does that, I'm like, oh, but you know, they were just going Whatever. through a hard time. Yeah. Like, Whatever. It's <laughs> Yeah, but it is interesting that you brought that up and I was like, wow, like my body graph really did say a lot of like things she had to basically like decode in myself was that. Yes, body coding. Wait, I kept saying body graph. I know. And I didn't think that you were wrong, but it was sounding kind of like interesting to me. Yes, body coding. Okay, yes. I was wrong. Yes. Okay. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's okay, girl. It was only our first time doing it and it was (laughs) amazing and I would love to schedule another one. I know, but Julia Hannah, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Anyway, but yes, body coding. Um, It mentioned a lot of stuff happening to me during the ages of seven you know, like seven's kind of like the age where you like transition into being a baby and you're like a kid. Okay, you know something that I weirdly remember is that there was one day my aunt was taking me out and like she was babysitting me that day and she like took me to like the local IGA and we were like getting ice cream and like I remember the whole car ride there, I was like talking like a baby. <laughs> Like on purpose? Well, I don't – okay. I don't know because like – Kids do do that though. I know. For- but like I think I did – I think I did it because I still wanted to be a baby. <laughs> like I was like, hey. I don't know. I don't know. Let but ice cream. Yeah, like ice cream. <laughs> Wait, I still say that. <laughs> Actually, you do and sometimes I feel scared. But I was like <laughs> truly acting like a baby. <laughs> And then, like, we got to the supermarket, and I was like, all of a sudden, we we're like walking down the aisle, and all of a sudden, it just like snapped. And I was like, fuck being a baby. <laughs> okay, this is a real memory. Yes. Sorry, I'm I mean, I I'm like very much there with you right now. In the I moment. didn't say fuck being a baby in my mind, but in that moment, like, right. we're walking down the aisle, and all of a sudden, something just like clicked, and I just stopped talking like a baby. Like, I was just like, hey. This is my colleague. On- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> what's funny though is that while you were in like I like go up to the cash and I'm like I try to pay with my own fucking truck. <laughs> you have like your fake credit card from your fake grocery store of, at your house, like your little playhouse. <laughs> I'm like, like no cha-ching. no no. I'm like, let me get this. And I like Stop. whip out two plastic coins. Oh, your monopoly dollars. <laughs> no, but it it's such a weird memory that I have because it's like is. It's, well, it's also like how significant for you to remember that because it was like Probably a transition from you <laughs> coming out of your baby years, and you're like. But I think nah, also girl, I really I'm was, starting to grow up. But I think <laughs> I really already was already not a baby. I think I was just choosing to talk like a baby. Yeah, that day you were like trying to like relive your glory years. Yeah, like I was like, oh my god, it's so cute to like be a baby. 
I don't know. I don't even know. I was seven. Were you like, in a high chair? No, not a high chair. Were you a in car a seat? car seat? No, I was in the front seat. I loved riding in the front of a shopping cart. Did you ever, when you were in the cart, <laughs> grab things along the way and take them home with you? I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> you fucking klepto. <laughs> My mom <laughs> called me that recently. And <laughs> you know what? I don't know. I guess maybe I'll accept the title for what I was at one point in my life. We have talked about theft and thievery and stealing on the podcast before. <laughs> and now that we're talking about it, that is probably when it started. I remember being like four or five. Okay, this is what I specifically remember. We would go down the aisle with cards, like birthday cards. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they would – They don't. I don't think they do this anymore, but they would have these weird little like – sample cards in front of them that were like they would feel like a credit card i don't know what they were it was a thing of the 90s i can't even <laughs> describe what they were but they would have like just cute decor on them and being the artist that i am i pocketed many of them and i took them home wow and then i remember my mom found them one time and had to take them back because you had to pay for them <laughs> but i took them home and then I also got in trouble when I used to go to the Boys and Girls Club in third grade, and I made friends with this girl named Summer. And I don't understand how that Boys and Girls Club was ran, but you could literally sign yourself out. You're literally 10 years old, 11 what? years old. You would just sign yourself out what time you were leaving. And her. And this was also the south side of Billings, if y'all know. I used to go to the Friendship House. Oh, I never went there. And it was it was, like it was kind like- of a safe place, but also how would they let kids check themselves out? Because we did. And we would go to a gas station and we would steal gum. And then I remember I felt so bad about it, so I told my mom. So you're right. My klepto years did start early on. That doesn't surprise me at all <laughs> about you stealing shit when you were little. It does make sense thinking of the lives we lived in our teen Like years. up until we were like 25. Yeah, it did start actually at an early age. <clears throat> All of it came back to me in this moment. Oh my gosh. I don't even know how we got to this point in the conversation. But <laughs> yes, I think we will cl- come to a close on this episode. You're right. But I am so happy we got to... <laughs> it was just nice to be back. Like holding the microphone in my hand. Seeing you, being cute, drinking drinks, which I didn't even get to say like I normally do, but this episode has been brought to you by a nice red blend. And of course, as always, you can find us on Instagram. I'm Christine underscore more. You can find us at one cute drink. And I'm at music with Mal, currently disabled, but give it another week or so. You can look at her stuff. Yes, I decided to take a little break. It's been very good for my mental health, but of course I will be back and I will catch you there. And please subscribe on Apple, rate and review, follow on Spotify. We'll be back. (laughs) Hit us up, of course, if you ever want to talk about anything, let us know. We'd love to interact with you on Instagram or wherever it may be. And we love you so much. We hope you have a beautiful ass week. Have a fucking gorgeous week. We are happy to be back. We only have good mics from here on out, bitches. (laughs) We love you. Bye. Bye.